Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm so happy that you're here because this episode is really important. It's about how to stop getting hurt by setting healthy boundaries. We're going to be talking about what are boundaries and how to create them and how to protect yourself if you feel that you'll keep getting hurt in a relationship or the same thing keeps happening in many of your relationships. Boundaries are one of the most critical factors in a healthy, happy, harmonious relationship, be it with a lover, a family member or friend. A boundary is a self-honouring agreement inside of yourself or with another person that supports your well-being and comes from love. They're built out of a mix of beliefs, opinions, attitudes and past experiences and social learning. When we endure negative or hurtful treatment from another, we can easily end up building bitterness and resentment or eventually completely pulling away from that person. However, having the courage to communicate our needs and set boundaries is, in actual fact, far more loving than pretending that everything is okay when it isn't. Boundaries not only can prevent us from getting hurt and frustrated, they're a form of self-love, demonstrating self-respect, which is key. Many men and women share with me that they worry about being a doormat or are sick of being controlled. If you feel exhausted and drained by the people in your life, then discussing boundaries with someone you trust can support you to free yourself from these patterns reoccurring. Understanding the meaning of healthy boundaries is simple. Putting them into practice is not always easy. Essentially, it's about considering your own needs before saying yes to others. It's about doing what's right for you before serving others' needs and demands. By this, I mean asking internally, is this right for me? Is this okay for me? Will I feel good if I say yes in this situation? It's also about practicing saying no. For example, no, I cannot give you any more money. No, I don't want to organise that party. No, I can't stay and do that. No, I can't pick you up at that time from there. It's about honest, direct assertion of your needs, which may be in the form of refusals, like I've mentioned, or simply asserting your needs first, like saying, yes, I will do that after I've done this first. In order to make sure that you do not say yes and overpromise yourself, Some of the men and women that I work with in this find it very useful to hit the pause button, to say, let me get back to you, let me think about that, rather than offer something straight away that they perhaps later regret. Not taking on too much. Some people take on everyone else's stuff and drama as they hope it will make them happier and perhaps forget their own issues. 
yet this causes many problems instead of helping. For example, let's say you take their emotional pain and drama into your heart, body and mind, where you are feeling all of their stuff. When you do that, there is a good chance that you're leaving your stuff that needs to be dealt with out in order to take care of them, therefore neglecting yourself. And when you do that long term, you run the risk of being hurt, riddled with the resentment or emotionally burnt out. Helping others as a path to happiness backfires because one, we can only get true happiness if we also have happiness inside of us. Do you know what makes you happy in your life? And are you happy with yourself? Those are the key things that you want to ask yourself. Often I help women who don't know what makes them happy anymore after they're going through a difficult time in their relationships. And I can empathise with that because I've been there before. I've been in that stuck place where you think, I really don't know what I want out of life or I really don't know what makes me smile, what makes me laugh. Many men also can stop doing fun things for themselves, can put their life on hold for their work or for others. So if you don't know what makes you happy in your life right now, my heart goes out to you. It can be kind of scary to have lost yourself in the process of life. And all you can really do right now is acknowledge it because in acknowledging it and in facing the truth and being honest with yourself, that is the first key to change. It's a massive step because when we neglect things that need to be worked on or worked through, we can suffer because it's still going to be there underneath the surface. The third problem with taking on other stuff is it often causes a lack of responsibility in that person for their life choices. It is key to ask ourselves, does it really help someone when we rescue them all the time? I believe that loving someone is allowing them to fend for themselves in certain circumstances, to find their own way through life's challenges. If you're constantly rescuing someone in your life right now, take a moment to pause, close your eyes, sit still and ask yourself, is this helping them long term? Is it in their highest good? We learn and grow from our struggles in life, whether it be financial, with addictive habits, or in our relationship with others. Are you allowing them to be responsible and grow? I ended up lending someone for their business quite a large sum of money a few years ago. And I did it because they were really struggling and they were stuck in a catch-22. They didn't have the money to pay the contractor to open the business. And so all of their years and years of work was sitting there going to waste. And they needed this bit of money to open the doors of their business. And the heart in me, I felt a huge sympathy for them. I loved them like a brother. And I decided to give them that money. And with hindsight, looking back, I'm not sure if it helped them because they opened the business and they continued to borrow more and more and more and more and more and more money until it went bust. And so 
is it actually helping someone to lend them money? Do they have a plan? Are you allowing them to be responsible and grow? Not taking on others' opinions. Healthy boundaries are also about whether we take on the ideas and opinions of others when making life choices and how we view ourselves or whether we're able to let go. Let go of other people's opinions. Let go of other people's ideas about what we should do with our lives if they do not align with what we feel inside. Because the most important thing in life is to do what we feel inside, what we feel connected to, and what our intuition is guiding us towards. I believe that sometimes it's important to exercise control over what we adopt from others. For example, if someone you love doesn't approve of your decision to focus on your dream career, to visit a family member, or book a holiday, does that mean you don't do it? Are you the type of person that gives up easily on what you want, attempting to try and forget your own desires? Or do you push forth regardless? Many people find that when they try to push down their own desires, when they try to squash their own needs, that they come back years later, stronger, or that more signs of the universe show up, signalling that change anyway. But sometimes it can be painful if we ignore what we know inside is right for ourselves. And no one knows better what is right for you than you. Often my mum, bless her, she struggles with anxiety and depression. And she often asks me whether I think she should take more or less of her medication. Whether I think she should go to a meeting with people with the same condition with, as her. Whether I think that she should go and do, go for a swim or go for a bike ride or go to church. And I always ask her, what does she feel is right? And I talk it through. But I will not give her an answer because you only you know what is best for you. And so part of setting healthy boundaries for yourself is moving forward, listening to others. Often we can get valuable information from others, but not at the expense of ignoring our own needs. I get it. It can be really difficult to carry on with what we want in the midst of a non-support, especially if non-support is coming from a very close family member or your spouse. And if it's not even non-support, even if it's criticism of what you want, it can really hurt, especially if you're already doubting your own abilities. So how I help with this is building self-belief. Because the key to success and setting healthy boundaries is to filter out messages, jokes and judgments and not give up on ourselves. Recognising that instead of quitting or allowing other people's opinions to control us, we move forward and work on any limiting beliefs that we're perhaps holding inside. This is a way I love to support people. We all have beliefs that do not serve us. For example, I can't make it. I won't be able to afford it. I'm not good enough. Weeding out these can be the most powerful way to set ourselves free and manifest our dreams. 
Do reach out to me if you feel that you have limiting beliefs holding you back right now in your life and you'd like to learn more about how I help people move away from this. So let's talk about how to set healthy relationship boundaries. I'm going to give three tips here. The first one is to be assertive. Creating boundaries is great, but it's the follow-through is that really what counts. To be direct with people around you is the only way to alert others that your boundaries have been breached. Being assertive, particularly if you're unaccustomed to doing so, can be scary. So start small. Start with something manageable and build up your confidence. For example, were you overcharged for something? Ask for the money back. Did the waitress get your order wrong? Ask her for what you ordered. Are unsolicited romantic suitors messaging you often? I know for me it happens all the time. People are asking for dates from LinkedIn, Facebook. And you think, how am I ever going to trust you messaging me out of the blue? You could be messaging a thousand other people. And it's about explaining to them, no, I'm not interested, please stop. And maybe it's some, someone getting in touch more directly to you. And here it's about protecting yourself, if that's the situation. And is a work colleague pushing his or her work onto you? If yes, remind them that it isn't within your scope and you're busy with your work. Is perhaps a friend or family member hurting you in some way or has done something to hurt you? If yes, ask them to meet you for lunch and explain your feelings and why it bothered you. The next tip is know your limits. It's necessary to define your emotional, intellectual, physical and spiritual boundaries. What are they? Be it with work colleagues, friends, family, strangers and intimate partners. You can do this by reflecting on past experiences where you felt anger, resentment, discomfort or frustration with someone. The chances are, if you felt any of these negative emotions, it's because your limits have been breached. For example, if you've got pending jobs to attend to and you're working towards specific goals and then a family member comes along and asks for your help all week and all weekend or all month, the boundaries you've in place can solve this problem. You can offer what you can do to help. I'm not saying don't help others, of course not. Whilst also keeping in mind with your set goals and time restraints. It's about doing a genuine internal check on your capacity for helping others and considering your own needs. And once you have your limits, the next thing is about expressing them. If you're upset by something, it's essential to be heard no matter what the situation. Otherwise, you run the risk of it happening time and time again. By expressing your needs and feelings, you also free yourself from carrying resentment. Resentment is a horrible feeling that can weigh us down and damage the relationship. When you first begin to act assertively, you may be afraid that others will reject you. Janet was fearful that if she said no to her daughter asking for money, she would be cut out of her life and not be able to see her grandchildren. I asked her, is this fear based on reality? And she said, 
Yes, that her daughter had cut her out of her life before, for a whole year, and that she was extremely hurt during this time. She described, however, that since then, she has been giving most of her time, energy and money to help this daughter when she demands it, sometimes at the expense of her own health and happiness. Part of the problem was that she had not communicated her feelings to her daughter, ever. She had not said how sad and hurt she was when they were not in touch for a year. She hasn't ever shared that she often feels used when asked for money time and time again. And that she doesn't feel appreciated, more like an ATM machine. After some coaching together, she took the step to sit down with her daughter and express herself freely, stating that she wanted to help as much as she could, but that she also needed to look after herself. It was well received, and the balance in the relationship shifted for the better. Over time, the daughter also grew from not being rescued financially, and Janet had more peace. Not informing someone that they've crossed your boundaries only leads to bitterness on your end and misunderstanding on theirs. How are they to know that you are stretched and stressed if you don't let them know? And you need to let them know before you act rather than after, because then what good is that? The last tip is just to practice, practice, practice. I don't believe in the statement, practice makes perfect. I don't believe perfection is what we should strive to because as humans, we are beautifully imperfect. However, I do believe that practice makes progress. Upholding your boundaries means that you value yourself and needs more than the opinions and demands of others. Having self-love and confidence does not mean that you are unkind. It only means that you are fair and honest with what you can lovingly offer others. Everyone benefits when love and truth is present. Let's say I ask you for some help. I would much rather you help me when you felt that it was right for you, when you felt that you were able to do so, when you lovingly and wanted to support me, rather than supporting me at the expense of your own happiness. That's not a a great win for me. And that's how the universe works. It works when love is flowing. So if love is flowing from you to do these actions, and it's also about loving yourself at the same time, everyone reaps the rewards. From my heart to yours, I hope you enjoyed this episode on setting healthy boundaries. Can't wait to join you in the next episode next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion and happiness.